You're listening to The Career Tech Effect, where we often like to say students, staff, and parents don't know what they don't know. We'll be talking with CTE students, teachers, and local business and industry to learn more about the amazing opportunities available to our students right in our own backyard. Today's episode, you'll meet Terry Vandercook, Chief Executive Officer for Networks Northwest. Terry, thanks for joining today. Hey, Tori. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so uh, Terry, can you give us a little bit of uh, just about your background and what, what your role is as the CEO of Networks Northwest? Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. So I'm fortunate to be in the role I'm in, um, primarily because I've had a, a professional career that has been through uh, recruiting and staffing and employee development and, and training. Um, it really, Tori, for me, it started um, when I was in the Air Force. Uh, I had a 20-year Air Force career, but a good majority of that, um, I was in, in the training environment, right? So taking, taking young people, if you would, as they entered their career, uh, across the variety of different technical fields, but as they entered their career and just structuring a training program that would move them through that career, right? You want to develop that technical competence. You want to develop those, those work and kind of life skills. Um, and that transitioned into uh, many years of recruiting. So I had an opportunity to work in the staffing environment, often thought of as well, staffing acquisition, talent acquisition, um, but across, again, a, a variety of different, uh, different opportunities from, you know, high school kids just getting started in the military. Uh, we recruited a lot of meteorologists and scientists and, and trades folks, um, as well as physicians and, and things of that nature. So um, finished up with that, uh, transitioned back to Northwest Lower Michigan, where, where I am now, of course, and, and where we have made our home, um, and just got into kind of an economic development staffing role with the organizations I worked with. I uh, had a stint with the state of Michigan in economic development. So we often think about talent and young people. But what we have to remember is, you know, a lot of that is business driven. So it's it's the employer, in fact, identifying the skills that they need, the talent that they need. And you can't grow businesses and you can't grow economies with, of course, the talent piece, which is, is near to dear to your heart and mine as well. So um, from a, some economic development work, um, I've had over uh, seven years now with this organization, Networks Northwest and Northwest Michigan Works. Um, so in my current role, I have an opportunity to oversee both the economic and the business piece, which we've already talked about, but a very large portion of what we do in this organization, uh, we are the Workforce Development Board for the 10 counties that we serve, um, commonly known as Northwest Michigan Works. So Michigan Works is a, is a statewide brand. Um, we happen to be Northwest Michigan Works. And Tori, we have the good fortune of working with groups like yours, right? With the, we work with ISDs, we work with higher education, of course, we work with employers. Um, and then oftentimes what we can do in our role is we can either, we can lead a project, right? As Michigan works, meaning we launch a project, we, you know, we fund that project, we, we, we kind of steer it. We can sometimes just convene, right? So it might be a matter of as a, as a regional entity and we can bring SHARM ISD together with Wexford ISD, with a, with a higher ed, with Baker College, and we can bring them together. Um, and sometimes we support, right? So sometimes a partner, a, a partner has a program, and our best opportunity to, to serve that is just to be a supporting partner and whatever that might mean, whether that's financially or staffing or, or expertise or whatever. So that's what got me here. Um, I, I, I couldn't be in a better place for myself. Uh, I, I truly enjoy um, watching uh, our youth, watching job seekers develop in their careers and then 
that magic place, right, where they find that career and they meet up with those employers has just been really rewarding. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I mean, I think you covered a lot of great things there. And I first wanted to say thank you for your, for your service. And, um, you know, a lot of the pieces that I was picking up is just making those connections and a lot of what, like you said, you're doing that workforce development and, and figuring out what those business needs are and, and whether it's you guys right. creating programs or us creating programs and you're being that supportive piece. Um, I think that's what we've just loved about this partnership with you guys is um, it seems like we could pick up the phone and, and that's been any time we say, hey, Terry, we got this idea or, you know, this is what we want to try. And, um, you know, all hands on deck. And um, that's just a, a piece that we love. And that's the the relationship that we have with you guys is just so strong. And we uh, we continue to look forward to different projects that come out of that. And so I know today that's what we kind of want to discuss mm -hmm. is just those partnerships and um, with Michigan Works Networks Northwest and and your staff has been super um, supportive and helpful as we dive into these. But there are a number of things that we've been doing with you guys, whether it's, um, you know, the My Career Quest event, the JMG positions, um, the after hours welding that we have in EJ. And then I know we just got some um, news from uh, Lisa today that um, the summer work program grant that we've done the past uh, few summers just got approved again. So we're going to be back in the swing of things with the, yeah. the whole side of things and getting kids out and getting them work experience and hopefully building that pipeline. So, um, I mean, I guess let's just start right from, you know, probably JMG is one of the, the longer standing um, partnerships that we've had with you. So can you give us a little background about how that started. And, um, and certainly we had a conversation with Susan and Tracy as to where that's now going, which is right. exciting. Yeah, and I'll be happy to thank. So, so JMG, uh, Jobs for Michigan's Graduates, um, the state of Michigan, Jobs for Michigan's Graduates, is actually an affiliate of a much larger Jobs for Americans Graduates, or JAG. Um, and it's all about um, dropout recovery, uh, uh, Dropout prevention, right? Um, it's it's helping at-risk youth in, in whatever environment they're in really succeed in education, right? Succeed in succeed in work, succeed in life, and it's giving them the skill sets and that that opportunity to get more out of the experience that they're currently in than they may be getting right now, or to prevent them from not getting that experience, right? Um, so when we started with with J with Sharon uh, with JMG Tori, it was. It was a single specialist, right? So a singular counselor, if you would, provider, um, working in a couple welding programs across your guys' offerings as well and uh, working with those students. And again, offering, um, it may be working on a resume, right? It might be something as simple as interviewing skills, but it's also introduction to those employers, right? A big piece of this program is giving those students an opportunity to actually get out in a paid environment and, and, and try it, try an opportunity, try a job out, try a career field out, which we're finding is really valuable to employers as well, because many of those students go on and actually get placed with that employer, right? So after yeah. that... Yeah, exactly. after that kind before of buy type thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Try it before you buy it. And then all of a sudden there's a there's a match made there. Right. So for several years, we had that opportunity to work with you. And we run some other JMG programs as well. Um, but we've had that opportunity in those welding programs to work with Sharon, work with your group. Um, and then it was just and it was this was a uh, a brainchild, if you would, an opportunity that was saw within your organization was can we expand this thing, right? I mean, the outcomes were fantastic. The students were getting jobs. The program was happy. Um, and, you know, the vision of your leadership was let's take this ISD wide, 
right? What, what would it take, right? What would it take for us to bring this opportunity that many more students, how many can we reach type thing, right. um, which we couldn't be happier with, right? And that, there goes that partnership again, Tori, right? You guys brought that idea in. Our role then was to support this vision. And we were, obviously, we were able to do that. So there is now, you know, every, as I understand it, every district in Sharm now has access to JMG. The students have access to JMG um, and all of those things we just talked about, right? So it's no longer just welding, but it's across many different programs, meeting many different students and an enhanced ability or opportunity um, for work co-op as well, right? Yep. Um, so what has this meant to our region? What has it meant? It's basically we now together, um, we operate the largest JMG program in the state of Michigan, bar none, right? And, and that says a lot for rural Northwest Lower Michigan when you when you got to consider some of these programs are in some large metropolitan areas. So absolutely a win-win, but I think it's a win for the students, number one, uh, clearly a win for employers, for families, for the community. It couldn't be happier to be part of this. Yeah. Well, and I think back to, you know, as you said, starting with just one and a couple of our welding programs and um, you know, it was a couple students here, there getting those work experiences, they're right. getting to do so. And then we had huge success in, in our eyes. These kids were getting hired right into these, you know, manufacturing companies as welders and, and making, you know, 60, $70,000 a year, uh, great careers up here in Northern Michigan. So to be able to say, now we can expand that to, you know, we've got five JMG specialists. And then certainly with Tracy doing more of that co-op, I'm just, we're excited to see where this really can go. And like you said, that impact on not only more students, but potentially more businesses being able to hire these students with those right skills um, and right, you know, they can maybe yeah. even train them themselves. So it's no indication. There's no indication the talent shortage is going away. So this is a great opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's one of our exciting programs or partnerships that we've had with you and um, and kind of within that whole welding environment, uh, be, there was this idea of an after hours welding program in East Jordan. I think, um, you know, we've we've talked about and I know Jim has probably talked with you a lot about we have all of these programs in our local schools that they run, you know, idle in the, the nighttime or the weekends or things like that. And so how could businesses uh, potentially utilize those facilities and maybe help train some of that workforce um, that we are so short on. So again, can you take us kind of through yeah. what that process was and where we came to? Absolutely. And I, and I think that, you know, it starts with the awareness that um, in a rural environment like ours, there's barriers to training, right? I mean, there are barriers, uh, transportation barriers, right? So if you're in a rural community and the closest training institution is, you know, I don't know, even if it's 30 miles away, that can be untouchable in some cases. Um, does the training exist, right? Um, and then, you know, funding is another barrier, unfortunately, right? So if you're, if you're looking to move into a particular uh, career, a particular skill set, and you don't have the training, um, and you've got to obtain the training, then how do you obtain the funding for the training, right? I mean, it's just a reality of what we deal with. And, and Tori, I can actually remember the first meeting. It, it was um, it was Jim Rummer who called this meeting and just said, basically what you did, there's an opportunity here. Can we get together? And, you know, through his vision, it brought together uh, myself. Uh, of course, Jim was there. We brought together Northwest Community College, some other key players, because we knew there had to be a component so when you're in a rural environment like ours, um, rarely can one entity do it by themselves, right? We're trying to bring all these together. Uh, of course, East Jordan High School was part of that and the instructors. And 
yeah, we just sat around the table and just started, you know, dealing cards and who could do what and who could bring what to the table. What would it mean to the community, right? What, what are the parameters that we have to work in? And this is an interesting case that as an organization, our organization, um, I would say that in this case, you know, we didn't necessarily lead that. Um, I can't even say that we convened the meeting, but as a Michigan Works Agency, we were able to support and we were able to overcome one of those barriers by bringing in those training dollars, right? And in some cases, training dollars and some additional supports. Um, you know, the program's been ongoing now. It's got to be a year and a half plus, you know, several cohorts have went through. Um, and it is, it's allowing some students in some, some areas of our region who otherwise wouldn't have access to the the, the training certificates that they're getting out of that, obviously we, we brought in employers said, what do you need, right? So if, if we've got X amount of weeks, we got six weeks or eight weeks to train a welding skill, what is it that's gonna be most valuable to you? Because we all know, right, that sit around that table, um, it's not just that you're trained, but it's you're trained in something that an employer is gonna find valuable because the end result of that, right, for most of the students is employment. What if I'm going to, again, if I'm committing my time, if I'm committing my effort, um, is it going to help me get a job? Am I going to be better off financially, career-wise than I was before I started? And again, a, a collaborative effort, um, you know, in the in the relatively small town of East Jordan that is changing lives, right? And it's because there was, because there was a vision in this region to, to collaborate and make that happen. No, and I think, again, that's just another successful program where, like you said, it's been going for a year and a half or so, and there's been a multiple uh, cohorts that have gone through. And um, I think the last one, I, I remember seeing a, uh, a letter that they had given to, I think, Dave Mullador or uh, one of your staff that just said, let's keep this going. Like he does a, a, an amazing job. And this was so helpful for them, not only for, potentially for their careers that they're already in, but getting training to, to jump into that career field too. So I think that's just, um, again, another successful partnership that we've been able to um, be a part of. And I know you spoke a little bit of it, but as we're thinking of different programs that come through Michigan Works, there's the the WIOA program, and, and, I, and you might be able to help me with the um, right. action there. But so that's one of the programs that we've recently got into where we've um, partnered with your folks to get a grant where as long as we can get students signed up through WIOA, they're able to get this summer work experience. Um, whether it was a couple of years ago, we had kids out building a, a new power sports facility for one of our schools. Uh, last year, they were with actually Birchwood Construction, um, who took on a number of them and we're training them um, in construction trades right on site, you know, half million, million dollar houses where they're getting that um, really custom um, built experience um, and this year, we're hoping that uh, we just received word that we're, we're ready to do it again, and we're going to kind of expand. But um, can you explain a little bit about what WIOA is and what that kind of entails? Absolutely. Yep, happy to. So WIOA, the Workforce, in Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, um, it's administered by the Department of Labor, U.S. Department of Labor. Um, and it is the mechanism, if you would, um, that federal dollars get to the local level, you and I, um, to assist in workforce development. Um, there are many titles, many aspects of WIOA, um, whether you're serving adults or you're serving adult education learners, um, folks that are underemployed, folks that are not employed. Um, and a big portion of what WIOA recognizes is the value of our youth, right? So, so the need, so WIOA youth is, is the need to, again, um, connect with youth in the community, 
um, not necessarily always at-risk youth, but youth that's interested in, in, in career exploration and awareness and whatnot. Um, and through these dollars, uh, a, a student does have to be eligible. They have to meet certain criteria. I will say, Tori, that it's pretty loose criteria. We want these kids, as does the federal government. They want them involved, right? The Department of Labor wants them involved. So through a quick eligibility process, we determined that a student could participate um, in the program. And I would say to anybody that sees this podcast, if you know, if you are a young person or, or you're the guardian or the, you know, the friend of a young person and you want them to be involved, um, they need to reach out, right? Don't let that eligibility be a be a hindrance. Check check with us first. Get hold of you know Sharan. Get hold of Northwest Michigan Works, and we we can run through that. Yep. Um, but through this particular program and some funding that we receive, we're able to partner with you all um, and to create this environment of again of career exploration and awareness. But I think we ramp it up a little bit with this program, right? So not only do we want a student to, hey, this is what construction is. This is what the trades are. Do you think you might be interested? Hey, how about an opportunity one summer, right? To actually get in there, as you'd mentioned, some of these incredible projects that they've worked on in experience, right? And so until your hands are there and you're doing the work, it's really hard to make a determination, right? Um, so we, we ensure again through these dollars that that funding is available for the partnerships necessary to partner with the local employer, right? To, to build what the, the students need to build. Um, but we also recognize there still needs to be somewhat of a hook for some of these students, right? It's my summer, I could, be, I could get a summer job, I could just simply go to the beach. Um, so we are able through this program to actually stipend the students, right? A training stipend for participating. So in fact, their experience in the world of, hey, I'm out there, I'm working, and I'm earning at the same time, right? Um, and these students, I think it's more and more important. So the future of workforce depends on them. So let's let's expose them to this information and awareness while they're still fairly young, right? I think sometimes we try to wait too often uh, until they're approaching graduation. And at that point, a lot of times they, their main had already may, be made up um, or they may be fine later that they're heading in a direction they're not necessarily so sure of. So the more exposure they can get through these summer programs, I think the better off they're going to be in the long run. No, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think just like you said, certainly exposing these students to different careers, whether it's construction or healthcare mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. But then, as you said, ramping it up to where we're actually able through this partnership to provide these kids with a, a work experience where they're, you know, working alongside of these professionals in the trades um, gaining some skills, gaining some knowledge, um, and potentially at the end of the day, they, they could get hired again, if they're in that right fit for that company and, um, you know, are able to kind of meet their needs. Um, again, going back to making sure that we're making those connections to businesses and, and supporting them and what their needs are, um, just another really cool program to be able to offer. And I think another thing that we, we got to remember that this does for these young people is, you know, it's showing them the importance of showing up on time, right? How do you appropriately dress for work? How do you interact with your coworkers? Um, so all of the soft skills that we already often mention, right? You want to earn this stipend, you're going to be there, right? You're going to, and, and, and so I think that, and those are skills they may find out, I suppose, through that summer's worth of construction work that that's not the direction they want to head, which is just as well, right? So let's let's go find it. You got time, let's find something else. Um, but when you transition into that something else, you, you do have some skills you're taking with you, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think too, uh, and this kind of leads into that next partnership piece, and it's really about that career exposure is the, the My Career Quest mm -hmm. event, which I know um, we started working with your staff uh, at an event in Traverse City where 
we were getting kids over there and um, I can't even remember how 2000 kids or something, ninth graders were going through um, and it's all hands-on um, business, local business and industry. Um, they're speaking with kids about different career opportunities and just career exposure is basically what it is, awareness. And um, But it gets them hooked a little bit because they get to kind of mm-hmm. play and get their hands dirty, so to speak. And so um, one of the things that we're excited about is the opportunity to kind of, again, expand and move um, a little bit. So knowing transportation is sometimes a barrier and just the distance between some of our schools in Traverse City. Um, I know we spoke with um, yourself and and Susan Ward, who's an excellent, amazing person at putting these events together and said, could it be possible to run one right here in Shara MISD and get all of our, you know, Mm -hmm. ninth graders, 10th graders able to participate and give them that exposure. Um, And again, you guys stepped up and said, yeah, what do you guys need to make it happen? And um, that's been another huge success. I know we've had, you know, over 600 kids, I think each year be able to go through and um, I think it's just, again, maybe that starting point, um, as we just spoke about, you know, kind of building that pipeline or making those connections to businesses. There's the whole training piece, but even before then, getting to those kids earlier um, to be able to say, hey, what might your interest be? So when you get to that point, you're making, a, you know, an informed decision. And um, I th- yeah, another just great partnership with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I think, you know, a great example, too, of overcoming barriers for the students, right, for the youth. So, um, you know, your participation down in Traverse City that year, and then just recognizing that to your point, the distance for the for the busing, the students, the time, right? I mean, if it's an hour and a half here, whatnot, and it just, there was a, a better way to do it, right? There was a way to localize it. We still have the event, the big event down here in, tra- in the Traverse City area every year, but being able to support you all, right, in the efforts that you're putting in it, uh, you know, it is, it is, it's with the branding and the partnership and bringing all of those resources together and and again, at ninth and 10th grade, influencing these students, the good thing about an event like this is, and I know when the employers show up, their hands on it, right? I mean, these kids could be pounded nails. They could be going through AI demonstrations. They could be climbing a power pole, whatever it might be. Um, important though, because it's, it's fun for them. It's low pressure, right? So it's not, they're not juniors and seniors trying to make a career decision. Uh, they're seeing, and then they're seeing such an incredible wide range of different opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a construction or, or a skilled trade show by itself. It's not only healthcare. It's not only IT. Let's bring it all together and throughout that day. And, and I know that the, the educators I've talked with and my own staff I've talked with after these events, these kids are just you know, I mean, they're just full of excitement and I saw this and oh my gosh, I did that. I never want to do that again. Great. Again, you've got to, you know, part of finding out what you want to do is, is finding out what you don't want to do. Right. Um, but so many of them are able to go home to their parents and and, and, and discuss it and, and, you know, take the material that the, the employers had. So yeah, fantastic event. Um, I see us partnering on that for many years to come. Um, and just, yeah, really pleased, pleased to have two events in the region as opposed to one that just means we're simply reaching more students. Yeah, again, no, that uh, just another successful partnership, like you said, whether it's us, you know, starting the conversation or starting the project, so to speak, and supporting or um, you guys have been there, been there through it all and at all levels. And we just so appreciate those partnerships. And um, uh, yeah, we couldn't ask for a better partner. So yeah, I feel the same way, Tori, for sure. Well, Terry, it's uh, always a pleasure getting to chat with you a little bit and uh, certainly exciting to talk about all the different partnerships that we have going on between Networks Northwest and SHAR MISD and uh, certainly look forward to what's next and uh, what other ideas we can come up with. So 
uh, appreciate you taking some time and, and sharing that with us. Great. Thanks, Tori. I appreciate you having me. 